Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Thank you, Lord God. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I am sharing. I hope that you are sharing as well. And we're going to get started in just a minute. Ooh, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Father God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Oh, what's up? Hey y'all, good morning. Um, welcome. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with the Keisha. I'm your girl, J. And I just want to wish you a wonderful morning. Um, I feel the peace of the Holy Spirit. So I'm gonna allow him to lead this like I try to always. Um, if you are YouTube live, Facebook Live, um, Instagram live. Later on, those of you who will hear us through the podcast, God bless you. Can I say that again? God bless you. God bless you. And when I say God bless you, like I literally mean may God bless you. May the Lord do something for you today that he has not done um, before or in a long time. My God, may you see Ephesians 3 and 20 over your life that the Lord is doing exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think of. So when I say God bless you, I mean it like God bless you. You know, we say that a lot and we don't even uh, know sometimes what we're saying or operating what we're saying. But this morning I'm saying, God bless you, auntie. God bless you, Kim Yarley. God bless you, Neil. God bless you, Renee. God bless you. God bless you. May the Lord bless you. Just keep sharing the devotional. We're going to get started in just a minute. God bless you. Come on. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Who else did I miss on Instagram? Hey, Renee Rose. God bless you. Tina, God bless you. Oh, my God. Mama Jeanette, God bless you. Mimi, God bless you. Hey, Rookie. Boo. God bless you. Sharmana, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, Julia. God bless you. My God. God bless you. I don't like I'm speaking that over you. I'm declaring that over you today that God bless you. Like God bless you. God do 
exceedingly abundantly above all you can think, ask, or imagine. That God, our Father, bless you. That his hand be seen upon your life. My God. So don't take this God bless you just like, oh, God bless you. No, God bless you. My God. My God. When Moses was... um, when Moses was um, with the children of Israelites and he asked the Lord, he said, Lord, thank you, Auntie, I received that blessing. Um, when he said, he asked the children of Israelites, he said, yes, Lord, he said, Lord, show me your glory. Woo! He was like, Lord, show me your glory. He was like, Lord, if you do anything, show show me your glory. Oh, my goodness. And so when we ask the Lord to show us his glory, we're asking the Lord, let your goodness, oh my God, let your goodness be shown towards us. So this morning when I say God bless you, I'm asking the Lord to let his glory shine upon our life. Can we pray in the glory? Can we walk in the glory? Can we talk in the glory? Can we work in the glory? Lord God, God. So when I say God bless you, I mean, God bless you. Woo! My God, like God bless you, Frida. God bless you, Liberta. God bless, bless you, Kelly. God bless you. Pat, God bless you, Sierra. God bless you, Angela. When I say that I'm for real, like God bless you, my God. May the Lord, thy God, bless you. May he exceed your expectations today. May he go above and beyond anything you could ever imagine. May you experience your Father God in new ways. May you not be limited by your perspective or your thinking. God bless you. 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 So when I say God bless you, I mean that. God bless you. God bless the work of your hands. God bless your children. God bless your marriage. God bless your vineyard. May your cup runneth over. May goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life. Oh, my God. May the Lord go before you and be your rear guard. May favor chase you down today. May the spirit of the Lord bring a freedom to your life that you've never, ever experienced before. My God, may you see his hand and experience his hand in brand new ways. May every stronghold off your mind be broken today in the name of Jesus. May you be developed in his word. May the eyes of your understanding be unlocked today. May your ears be unlocked today. May you experience new grace and new mercies today. Oh my God, God bless you. (laughs) Come on, y'all. My God, God bless you. Like God bless you. When I say that this morning, I mean that God bless you. May the blessing of the Lord be so rich and tangible in your life. My God, May the blessing of the Lord be so rich and tangible. May you see his hand in your finances. May you see his hand in your health. May you see his hand in your babies. May you see his hand in your marriage. May you see the Lord's hand today. So when I say God bless you, I mean God bless you. God God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I want to see you blessed. My God, I want to see you prosperous. And I'm not talking about a worldly prosperity. I'm talking about everything in your life aligning with the kingdom, Angela. I'm talking about everything in your life aligning with the the kingdom, Teresa. I'm talking about everything in your life aligning with the kingdom, Debbie. I'm talking about everything in your life aligning with the kingdom, Shanquita. I'm talking about everything in your life aligning up. Oh, my God. My God. I thank the Lord this morning that you begin to soar. Soar to new heights and new levels. And as you are soaring, my God, anything that's on you, 
that's not like him that it begins to fall off. My God, my God, that everything that you put your hands to touch and prosper for the kingdom of God, for the kingdom of God is at hand, for the kingdom of God is near, for the kingdom of God, for the kingdom of God, for the kingdom, for the king, for the kingdom, for king and kingdom. Oh my God, for king and kingdom. My God, for king and kingdom, Louise, for king and kingdom, Artie, for king and kingdom. My God, Lord God, bless your children today. Let me pray for jobs this morning. That was in my spirit this morning as I was uh, as I was working because one of the ways that the Lord supplies us is through work, like He does, right? He blesses the work of our hands, and so this morning. He always talks to me in the bathroom when I'm brushing my teeth or doing my hair. So this morning as I was um, in, in um, and I feel this so deep in my heart. When I was in there this morning, I'm going to pray for jobs. I'm going to pause this morning. I'm going to pray for jobs and, and job opportunities. But I want to say this to you, and I mean this. You do not have to settle. You, you do not have to settle. You do not have to just accept anything in your life. There is a particular position for you in kingdom. Right. There's a particular position for you in kingdom. There is something, some place that you're supposed to be attached to in which the glory of God is going to be gotten out of your life. Right. Right. There's a particular position. There's a particular job. When I go back and look at all the opportunities that the Lord provided for me, every step of the way was connected to something deeper, right? And so haphazardly sometimes, especially when we're desperate or destitute and nobody ever taught us this, we'll just kind of take a job or we'll move into something without the peace of God being ever present, right? And so I want to pray for you that you not settle and that even if you're in a position or a job right now and, and you're feeling um, uncomfortable. Like, you know, this is not really the place where God can get the maximum glory because God can get the glory out of any assignment you take, right? If any assignment that you take, God can get the glory out of it because you're there and you carry his glory, right? But you, we, we need to position ourselves where we're not wise in our own eyes. We're not leaning into our understanding when we're not complacent, um, where we're considered of the things of God. And we're asking God this morning, right? Lord God, divinely position me. Woo! Oh my God. Divinely position me. Come on, Lynette. Divinely position me. Show me where I'm supposed to be right now. Like show me where I'm supposed to be right now. If it's entrepreneurship, if it's whatever, if it's full-time ministry, whatever you call it. Lord, show me where I'm supposed to be right now because I'm in a position in a place where I don't want to do anything that's less than you. Because somebody somewhere is waiting on the assignment that's been placed on my life. Somebody somewhere just needs to experience the joy of God. Somebody somewhere needs to see, we think assignments too deeply. Oh, my God. We think assignments too deeply sometimes. Sometimes God will just have you in an assignment for a season so someone can know what it looks like to live for the Lord. Woo! My God, sometimes they'll have you in a place, right? That's why the enemy loves strife, loves dissension, loves contention. He'll, the enemy will send you a wicked boss, right? And we'll get so focused on the boss that we're not focused on the assignment. And the Lord has a divine assignment and a position. And stop thinking in terms of usefulness according to productivity or according to what you see as being useful. Sometimes it's just about you being in position and being in place. Woo! Come on. 
Sometimes it's just about you being in position and being in place. It's you being in position, you being in place so the Lord can get the glory out of your life. When you're out of position, the people that are waiting on you, the people that are supposed to be connected to you will not get what they need. Can God send another? Yes, but he wants to divinely position position you. And sometimes it's complacency. Sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's worry. Sometimes it's doubt. Um, Sometimes it's just, I don't know no better. That puts us in a position, a place where we don't understand divine assignment. And so sometimes we'll just take a job to take a job because we need income, right? We need income and I get that we need income, but I truly believe God not only wants to supply your needs, but I also think he wants to divinely position you. He wants you in a particular place at a particular time so that he can use you for his glory. Like he wants you in a particular place. Even we've been talking to Josiah about his assignment for school. And he's like, mama, I don't know where I want to go. And people keep saying, where is he going? And he's like, Matt, we don't know yet. Why? Because he's looking for a particular assignment in a particular place so that God can get the glory. There is a divine position. I don't care what they taught you in school. I'm telling you, there is a divine position for you. There's a divine position for you. There is a place in which God needs you to properly position your feet. Woo! There are some things that you're supposed to be attached to. That There are some, some stuff. And I'm talking about, can I tell you something? There's a, there's a difference between a commitment, right? Like, I'm committed to this versus um, I'm just kind of like, um, like, you know, you know, I, I know I've no, I belong, right? No, commitment, a commitment to it, that I'm investing my time, my spirit, my energy. I'm doing this because I know that the Lord has told me to do this. I'm not worried about my boss. I'm not worried about um, people at work. I'm in this divine positioning because this is what the Lord has said to me. The Lord is like, this is what I want you in this particular season so that I can get the maximum glory out of your life. And it may just be that somebody experiences peace. It may just be experience, somebody experienced joy. It's not, this does not mean that you have to be on your job ministering to people. That's not what I'm saying. You are the epistle. You are the living testament. You are the testimony to God's goodness, right? Oh my God, I thank you for this, right? So this morning I'm praying for God's divine position. I'm thanking you, Lord God, that doors are open that no man can shut. My God, I thank you, Father God, that you're bringing us to a place of surrender today. Woo! That we will surrender and submit to your perfect will for our lives. We will not make anything up. And every place that you have called us to be divinely positioned, Lord God, let us go there. Let us, let, us, let us make haste. Let us do it quickly. Let us not object what you're saying to us in this season. Open the eyes of our understanding, Lord. I thank you for jobs and new jobs. I thank you for promotions being granted today. My God, I thank you for the increase on businesses today. My God, I thank you. We are, you are so sovereign. You are so just. And you are so, I thank you, Lord God, for going before us. Holy Spirit, you're the advocate. We do not advocate for ourselves. We, we do not advocate for ourselves. So I thank you today that you're putting the re, our resumes in the top place. Woo! 
Thank you for divinely ordering us this morning that you you speak into the ears of those that you need to be connected. I needed us to get you fund the ministries in this season. You cause the people to give. You cause the doors to open. You cause the people to see us. You promote us. You increase us. You start talking to whoever it is that we need to be divinely connected to. Put them in our path, Lord God. Thank you for contracts. Thank you for new levels of thinking. Thank you, Father God, for leadership mindsets, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that we bring your best, my God, to every place you seated us, that we bring your best. And that we remember, Father God, Colossians 3 and 23, that we do absolutely everything unto the Lord and not unto man, Lord God. Reset our mindsets, Father God, to think we just take a job. Lord God, at the end, we want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. When Jesus is judging us, he's judging us according to our works here on this earth. Lord God, let every day be fruitful from this day forward in our lives. Let us be fruitful in our businesses. Let us be fruitful in our thinking. My God. And Father God, we will honor you with the tithe. <laughs> we will honor you in giving. We will. We will be, we will be consistent in our giving. My God, we thank you, Father God. You said in your word that you give us the power to get wealth, Lord God. But you also said in your word, do not forgive me when you get there. Woo! Lord God, we will not forgive. We will not make excuses about the tithe any longer. We will not make excuses about the offering. My God, for you said in your word, whatsoever a man sow, he gonna reap. And you are not mocked. And we do not want to mock you by living in anything less than you. We want to live. We don't want to beg you or, or ask for kingdom positioning and then not steward over what you give us. So, Lord God, we ask you even this morning to make us good stewards, my God, and that we no longer live according to excuses. Oh, my God. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to tell you something. If you've been giving, uh, believing God for promotion and you don't have kingdom leadership mindset, oh, my God, I hope he lets me teach um, <laughs> I hope he lets me teach some kingdom leadership courses, just like some free devotionals. I'm praying. He just has me in such a holding pattern in this season. Y'all keep sharing the devotional. Keep sharing it. I hope he put, lets me um, do some kingdom, lead, kingdom leadership courses. You need kingdom leaderships. You need a lifestyle of leadership. You need to exhibit, know how to exhibit his leader. You need to know how to pay, play your part and your position according to kingdom and not according to this world. You got to be in kingdom divine position. Can you put that in your comments today? I got to be in kingdom divine position. I'm not just to work a job. I'm to be in kingdom. I'm to be in kingdom divine position. I got to be in kingdom. I got to be in my position. I got to be where God has called me to be so that I can make impact for his glory because there's a particular generation of people who need me and need to experience me. Y'all, we're going to be out of time in just a second. Oh, my God. I need to give you this. I'm going to give you this, and we're going to work through this this week, right? We're going to work through. Oh, and thank you for all of y'all who served at Feed the Streets. I really appreciate you more than you know. Thank of you. Thank you for all of you guys who keep giving um, to this ministry so that we can continue to fund the kingdom. It means more than you know. Um, your giving helps us stay in divine position. So if you ever thought your giving was fruitless to kingdom, I'm telling you your giving is fruitless to kingdom. You're support, supporting the work of the ministry that God has called this ministry to. So thank you for that as well. Also, um, Pillow Talk is sold out. Lord God, I thank you. Um, my God, 
and thank you to our sponsors. We got some sponsors that have come in um, to make this event so rich. Shout out to Drew Projects Incorporated. Uh, shout out to Love Travel Girls. Shout out to Fit Chick Nay. Um, I got one more sponsor as well now. And if you want to sponsor and be a part of Pillow Cup Talk, send us an email info at just being LMJ and we'll put your name out there. We'll put your stuff in the bags. They got bags. We'll put you up on the website. You may have a business and say, you know what? I want to sponsor Pillow Talk. Um, we would love to have you continue to sponsor this Pillow Talk. So shout out, big out, shout out to our sponsors. So I'm going to give you something today. We talked about a scripture yesterday, and I'm going to give you a little bit more, and we're going to chew through this this week. I want you to, um, I want you to say, you know, I want you to put this in your notes today. Like, I got to learn how to chew slowly. Woo! Come on, put it in your notes. I got to learn how to chew slowly. I got to learn how to chew the word of God slowly. You are not in a rush. And even though you may feel uncomfortable, and even though you may feel like, um, um, may, may feel like things are out of control right now, or you may feel like you're over the place. You still got to chew slowly. You are not here to chew fast. You're here to chew the word of God slowly. A good steak. Um, I don't eat meat anymore, but a good steak is best enjoyed when I chew it slowly. Woo! Right. When I chew it slowly, I'm going to taste um, the richness of the steak when I chew it chew it slowly. So you got to learn how to chew slowly and not rush to the next thing because the word of God should be evidence in your life through the Holy Spirit. So I need to go back to a verse, Psalms 139, 15. I mentioned this verse the other day, and then I'm going to bring you to another verse. And then we're going to work through this this week. And we're going to see the power of God manifest in our life. We are not to be rushing in anything. The race is not given to the swift. It's not. The race is not given to the swift. And if I could tell you anything out of my life that I know for a fact um, messed me up, was always trying to move fast, um, was always trying to be in a certain position, was me always trying to promote myself, was me always trying to live according to a title. I'm just going to be, li I'm going to liberate somebody today. Um, and I wish I would have known the wisdom that I know now to slow down so that I could get in divine positioning and understand more about how God created me so that I could be properly planted in what God called me to do, right? It's, you need roots in what God called you to do. You need to be deeply rooted because when God has called you to do something, the enemy is going to come up like a, a flood, like he going to come in like a flood to try to shake you out of what God has called you to do. If you didn't see um, I dropped a video yesterday praying for your mind, a sound mind. You ought to go back to it and watch it again if you watched it. But if you didn't see it, the focus of the enemy is to come against your mind. The focus of the enemy, even though it may seem real physical and present, what you're going through in this season, right? We were, uh, no lie, at three o'clock in the morning. I was going to get up at 3.30 anyway because the Lord has me on a prayer assignment. But at three o'clock in the morning, I'm receiving a text from Josiah and my poor baby has been going through in this season. He has just been going through and he is up and he is not feeling well. And so from three to maybe five, I'm preparing for the devotional and I'm getting him ready. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready at the same time, but I'm also physically taking care of Josiah because he also still cannot put any weight on his leg. Right. And. As I'm physically taking care of him, the Lord just keeps reminding me like the assignment 
is against your mind, even though it looks very physical. What Josiah was going through was really physical. And even for him, I'm quoting scripture over him. I'm declaring over him as he just was not feeling well. I'm just speaking to him. I'm talking to him. And I'm like, okay. And the Lord is reminding me the assignment is against your mind because if I can get to your mind, then I can get you off focus of whatever the Lord says, right? Whatever the Lord says, because the enemy never wants you deeply rooted, Teresa. The enemy never wants you deeply rooted, Masa. The enemy never wants you deeply rooted, Shelly, in what the Lord says. He never wants you so plugged in that when the winds and the rains and the storms come, he wants you. There's a scripture where it talks about um, a man built his house, right? And he built his house and it sunk. And then another man built his house and it stood. The enemy doesn't ever want you to build your spiritual house where it can stand. The enemy always wants you to build your spiritual house too quickly where it cannot withstand the season that you're in. Woo! My God, my God, my God, so that it cannot withstand the season that you're in. So I want to give you this and then we're going to pray. We're going to get out of here. We already prayed. So I'm going to give you this. So Psalms 139.15, we're going to go back there. I need to go back there for a second. God was showing me something. And then we're going to tap it and tie into another skirt, skirt verse. And then we're going to break this down this week so that you understand how God works through the word of God, right? How God works through the kingdom of God, how we, um, how God loves to pull us into a deeper relationship. The whole point of where we are is understanding who we are in Christ Jesus, tearing down the strongholds, tearing down the lies, um, tearing down. I, I, asked, I asked the Lord today, I said, forgive me for anything that I put in my children that was not like you. That's what I was repenting for this morning. I said, forgive me for anything that I put in my children that was not like you, like that I thought was like you and was not like you. Forgive me for anything that I told my children that was not like the kingdom of God. That's what I was saying this morning. I am so sorry. Like, and then Lord, forgive my mama because she probably didn't know no better either because sometimes we put things in our children or have had things put in us that don't look nothing like the kingdom and we don't know better. It's just the stuff we've, we've done. Like, it's just the stuff we've done out of our pain, the stuff we've learned in culture, the stuff that we learned. So I was just like, Lord, forgive me for anything that I put in my children or taught my children that is not like you. And even now, don't let me assume I know better for my children than you than you know. Do, do not let me assume that. So Psalms 135 and 139, 15, you know me inside and out. Woo! Come on. This is, the, this, is, this is David talking, right? This is David talking. He, but this is him giving revelation of who God is in our life. He says, you know me inside and out. The Lord knows you inside and out, Cheryl. The Lord knows you inside and out, Julia. The Lord knows you inside and out. He does. It's 139.15. Psalms 139.15. He knows you inside and out. He says, you know every bone in my body. Oh, my God. He said, you know exactly how I was made. Bit by bit, how I was sculpted from nothing into something. The Lord knows you bit. He knows the authenticity of who you were really created to be. Woo! Come on now. He knows the authenticity of who you were created to be. So all, come on, Holy Spirit. So all the layers that have been put and placed on you over the years 
that are not the authentic you, this is what the word of God has came to reveal in this season. What's of him and what's not of him. And it's been put on in layers. I'm layered. I'm layered. I'm layered either according to the word of God or I'm layered according to culture. Come on now. The Lord knows you inside out, bone and holy. So I want you to pause and then we're going to get out of here because I'll be mindful of our time. Tomorrow, we're going to tap into Hebrews 4 and 12, right? For the word of God is alive, active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit and joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. We're going to really break that down this week. And I'm going to show you what the Holy Spirit has been revealing to me. This is an active process. Woo! Come on, y'all. This is an active process. You got to put that in your comments. You got to understand this is not a religious thing. The Pharisees thought it was a religious thing. See, the Pharisees and Sadducees were religious people. But like they were religious people, right? This is an active process. This is not a religious process. This has so much to do with the relationship. So the Holy Spirit is going to bring you into all truth. And then coupled with the word, you're going to find out how God knows you inside and out, baby. Woo! The God that knows you inside and out, right? So, so you're going to learn what's of God and what's not of God. This is an active process. And the word of God has an authority to speak to you about who you are. Oh, my God. The word of God has an authority to speak to you about who you are, right? And so we have to watch this because can I be real? And I can say this, yes, Holy Spirit. Most of us want to be our own authority. Oof, can I drink for a second? Most of us want to be our own authority. Woo! We do not want to yield to the spirit. We do not want to yield to the word of God because most of us want to be our own authority. We want a God of our own making. Woo! We want a God of our own making. We want the God that we make up. We want the God that we're comfortable with. We want the God that we can endure. Oh, my God. But if you're ever going to really experience him as your father and this active process, my God, we're going to have to live by faith and outside the level of comfort that we're used to. Oh, my God. Father God, I thank you for your word today. <laughs> I thank you for this time that you gave us together. <laughs> Let us steward the, the, the Psalms 139, 15 that you gave us. Let us start meditating on Hebrews 4 and 12. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Do not let us be ignorant of your word in this season. Reveal anything in us, Father God. Your people want to serve you. Your people want to honor you. Your people want to look like you. We want to walk in the authentic the authenticity of who you created us to be in Christ Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for the mind of Christ. We thank you that the Holy Spirit is doing a greater work. We will not grieve you, Holy Spirit, in this season. Father God, help us to stop throwing spiritual tantrums. Mature us today, Lord God. 
My God, let us stay connected to the vine and in this pruning process. In Jesus' name, amen. Ooh, my God, I cannot wait to see what happens this week. I cannot wait to see what God does for us and through us because he's maturing us. And we want to experience the maturity. Because can I tell you something? Um, some of us have been waiting on God to turn the kingdom over to us or certain things we know God has promised us. He's like, I can't give you that because you're still too immature. That's how he did me. I can't give you that because you're too immature. I can't let you be over people like that. You're too immature. Like you just way, you just way too immature. I can't do this. And God doesn't want us. He wants us to walk as mature sons and daughters of God. There's a maturity that comes with the word. There's an, a, a move. Yeah, there's a move, right? Some of you might need to fast this week so that you can receive what God is saying in your spirit, right? There's a humbling that comes forth when you're fasting. Ladies, don't forget, ladies, Bible study is tonight. <laughs> oh, well, ladies, Bible study is tonight. You can do it online with us via Zoom, or you can do it in person on uh, 300 River Market Drive Suite 105. So we have it tonight. Father God, we just thank you for um, grace, mercy, for healing, for your power, for restoration. Now, two things. If the Lord um, places it on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry, you can go to the website, lmjministries.org. You can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y, and become a part of what we're doing um, through your partnerships, through your giving, through your ties. Um, my next thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then this is where, this is the moment, this is the hour, this is the minute. Um, and I want you to repeat out of me. It's not just the confession of faith, right? That's part of it, right? And then we got to get you baptized. But the confession of faith, asking Jesus to come in is a huge part of it. So I want, and then I want to send you some materials so that I can continue to disciple you, right? So that I can continue to disciple you. Because after the confession of faith, you need discipleship. You need somebody to link and lock arms with you and to come alongside you. So repeat after me, dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you pray this prayer, please send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I would love, love to send you some uh, materials and connect to you. I'll see y'all back in the morning at 6 a.m. We sipping at 6, as JoJo say. We'll see you at 6 a.m. in the morning. Um, do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. Someone is not going to know love until you encounter them. Someone needs to feel his love. Someone needs to experience his love. And the way, the way they're going to do that is that you show up at work and you show up at work in love. So go be loved today. I love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father God, for your word. Thank you, Father God, for your word. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.